you are one step away from fucking cheddar falling <laughs> off the, cr- the cracker. Like, oh no, it fucking went out. <laughs> Motherfucker. Guys, and welcome back to another episode of Normalizing Life podcast. And we've got a special theme today because I have been an idiot and forgotten my <laughs> laptop charger. So we are currently oh, it's jumped down to nineteen percent. So the battery is currently nineteen. It was on thirty-two days ago. <laughs> oh shit! So this is going to be a fast so we podcast. Need to do this as quick as possibly as we possibly can and get it and get it down. So nineteen percent is what we're on and we're gonna have to go so quick fire let's go Robert. let's go let's go let's go okay quick question what have you been doing this week or what what have you been uh, up this to this week has been um it's been super busy with gym training because a certain person has been putting me through the absolute ringer with, with my programming um but i've been loving That'll it be it's me. been it's been really really good um yeah just getting getting back into the gym getting some new movements down getting that kipping down and whatnot and working on some horrendous weaknesses that i've got but it's been it's been really good to to work on them you're like the sort of guy where your your weaknesses are like ultimate weaknesses it's like throwing someone's no arms and legs into a pool <laughs> <laughs> and for someone who's like mobility expert your hip flexors are the ones of a thirty-year-old yeah, granda. Well, I think they're just real. Thirty-year-old granda, a seventy-year-old granda. <laughs> they're just um, they're, they're just really, really weak. Like, I, I've got I've got big legs, and my like my quite hip like because they're just weak, so it doesn't. You got a huge butt. I thought I had a big butt, <laughs> but like, you've got a fucking big oh, yeah, old. That happened, to, that happened. That's worth talking about, man. My, my squat when you programmed me a three three rep max, <laughs> three rep squat. I went first. This one basically even... he wasn't wearing hybrid. He wasn't wearing hybrid yeah, shorts. No. I always tell him wear his hybrid shorts. But nope, <laughs> didn't do it this day. And then what happened? Um, I ripped it right down the seam on my ass crack. <laughs> Literally, if I wasn't wearing. Did you hear it go? Because it would definitely put you off like mid squat. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it go. I felt <laughs> it go. <laughs> it was, it was all right. It was on my. I had, I think I had eighty kilo on the bar, so I was warming up at that point. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, they just seam went, and I just like they've definitely ripped there, aren't they? They're definitely ripped. And I went down again, did the next rep, and like, yep, yep, they've gone even more. <laughs> it was not ideal. Have you ever ripped? Like I ripped a lot of trousers in the past year just from putting on trousers that I thought would fit into but I just clearly yeah, don't put too much size on my yeah, legs my, yeah it's same I've always had issues with finding legs uh, finding legs finding <laughs> finding legs <laughs> talking about throwing me in a swimming pool <laughs> finding jeans to just fit wake my up legs and they're, just not, they're just not there <laughs> finding jeans to fit my legs I've always struggled um, I've got like a really skinny waist so I've got like a 30 31 waist and then my arse is like <laughs> fucking jello see so trying to get i have to get a 34 waist and then wear like a belt on the last buckle and to get just to fit me no, yeah, I don't, it's, horrible. it's just it's like you you program like you, you said to me about like deadlifts and stuff like that. i said to you oh, i like deadlifts and you program me you did <laughs> program me dt you know like and then you were like oh i bet you don't like deadlifts <laughs> anymore and i was like I, I like them that was the easy bit <laughs> it was a bit afterwards that, yeah the the, like the hand cleans that tore my hands apart and um, just it's like one of those workouts where it just fucks you up for like three days after I remember whenever I'd done it it was just like bashing the barbell off my thighs and I couldn't like clean for about two weeks after because of the bruises on my thighs but it's one of those ones you have to do to get your just to know your your mark yeah, where you are so we'll do it again in a few months yeah. time and then hopefully smash it no, definitely I'm progressive overload, bro. it'll be it'll be good and um like this week there's a lot of strength programming in there as well which again is going to be really good but i'm gonna have to like literally because 
in about two weeks, the, my gym goes back to 24 hours, so it'd be perfect. So when I want to go, like, on a morning early, I can get there. But now if I, I want to, going to have to be, like, sat there, like, six o'clock waiting for the doors to open, like, come on, let me in. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I, I do Definitely. prefer getting up and going and getting it done at the beginning of the day, but I don't know how I feel about literally yeah, rolling out of bed into the gym. I need a little bit of time. <laughs> I like to get food. I can't train and I'd be stopping yeah. early. What about you? How was your journey back from the motherland? I I thought I was good at travelling <laughs> until until this trip. Like I think maybe because I haven't been travelling in a year that I've just lost my touch because I fucked up. Everything you could fuck up, I fucked up. Plus more. Like, for example, it turns out the 7th of May is not the 7th of June. And that's the flight I booked. <laughs> so I booked, I booked the 7th of June thinking it was 7th of May. And I got to the Thursday before the Friday I was supposed to go. And I was like, oh, shit, this is next month. <laughs> and then uh, I had to book another flight. And I booked another flight for the wrong day again. What? So I've got, like, <laughs> I've got two flights in my Ryanair. Because, wait, I fucked up because there was, there was no flight. So... I wondered why I didn't book. I was like, I'm not that stupid. Surely I would book the 7th of May because I'm not that stupid. And then I looked on and there was no flights all of May. So I must have just skipped May and went to the next available date, which is 7th of June. So it turns out there was zero flights from Dublin to Italy. So I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to have to do now? I'm going to have to do like transfers. So I had to fly from Belfast to London, London to Italy, which was 100 quid more than what the other one was. Other two. So more money again but then whenever I got to London I realised that it was an airport transfer so I had to go from fucking Stansted to Luton which is like the two furthest ones oh, apart no. so I had I ended up getting it because I didn't have that much time in between so I had to get a taxi which was 70 quid oh man <laughs> so then I got on that and got to the airport it was I was on time I had a bit of time to get some food which there's no fucking restaurants open in the airport there was only Pret so got a load of Pret like bagels and shit and then whenever I got to Italy there was a <laughs> oh wait that was another thing sorry so my car there's two airports in Bergamo or in Italy one's Bergamo and one's Malpensa opposite sides of Milan a fair hour journey about an hour mm. and a half um, so my car was actually parked at Bergamo but the only flight I could get was back to Malpensa so I was going to Malpensa where my car wasn't there so I had to get a train to Busto where I live and then get a lift to the airport the next day to get my car but I got on the wrong train. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I ended up, like, I had to walk about 50 minutes with my big backpack through Bitbusto, and I swear, I got off this fucking bus, and I was in Israel. Like, it looked like the biggest shithole ever. I was walking, I had my, iP- my AirPods Pro, I had my iPad Pro in my hand, and I was walking through this, like, shanty town, and I was just thinking, I am definitely going to get murdered here. <laughs> like, this iPad's probably worth more than their fucking houses here. And I was walking down, like, like, no. Oh. It was just horrible, but I made it. I got back. And hey now we can talk about it. <laughs> back, back, back into routine. I'm glad to get back into routine. I uh, takeaways twice a day, the whole time I was home for two oh, weeks, really? like easily twice a day. But it's weird because my weight didn't fluctuate at all. So I was 87 on the button when I left, and I weighed myself yesterday. And I'm 87 on the button, and I ate takeaways twice a day. Mm. Calorie counting's a myth. It's a myth, Mate, guys. How hard were you There's... training when you were back? Like every day you were smashing it, weren't you? Oh, like an absolute fucking maniac. There you go, then. <laughs> yeah, I've I've picked up a bit of some injuries in the way, like just from being a dick. Because when you're training with the boys, like mm. there's no there's no 
sort of to- like tolerance. There's no limit to what you can do. So you just try to lift heavy weights in front of the boys yeah. and try to ego beat everyone. Like you just <laughs> uh, proper ego lifting. But I got the train of some class gyms when I was home. It's just good. <laughs> just being in a gym was just so surreal. Yeah, like yeah. not being in a gym since September. Like training with people, it's just like the weirdest feeling ever. It felt like I was doing something wrong or something. Yeah, it was good to it was good to actually get a session in and actually properly train together as well. Even though it was it was last yeah. week, but it's it was weird being in a being in a commercial gym. So we went to we went to JD gym, which is a commercial gym. But we were doing CrossFit, and if anyone's ever done CrossFit in a commercial gym, you just look like a fucking dick. <laughs> and I feel bad programming Adam some weird stuff. Like I'm getting you to roll about the floor like an army man and all in the middle of a globo gym. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel so bad. I actually put in the notes sometimes in our programs. Like I'm sorry, making you look like a dick. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like that. That's where I think when me and you differ. Like my mindset towards it is I couldn't give a shit. Like I really, really couldn't yeah. care less. It's like if I'm gonna roll around doing hollow holds and um, hollow holds to Superman style things, I'll just fucking do it. I don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit. It's like I did. I was doing that because where the gym I work in is like bodybuilder meathead central, and I did that workout in that gym. So I'm there in the middle, middle of like a bodybuilder centric gym doing this, and one of them came up to me, "What are you doing that for?" <laughs> no way. <laughs> What were you on the floor yeah. for? <laughs> uh, I just had to explain and kind of go put it in. What did you say to him? I just went, oh, it's for CrossFit, mate. It's just just um, working on my gymnastic stuff. And he was like, oh, right. What's it strengthen? I was like, a bit of everything, like core, back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, does it get you big? Can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> you just seen him then when I'm trying to do them hip flex, the hip flexor things where I'm trying to get my toe to touch the bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, being home was good. Getting a good reset. It made me think because I'm all about like, I don't like making emotional decisions. And I feel like I was getting a bit to that point, being in a way for so long, a bit institutionalized, being in the, in the house by myself. I thought I'm going to make a fucking stupid decision. I was applying for really dicky jobs that I didn't even want. And I probably would have took it if I got it, like, which is, it was just me. You know about really the one that you didn't, you didn't end up getting? No, I'd done an interview for that when I was home. I actually wanted that one, <laughs> but I just didn't get it. Oh, <laughs> it was funny, it was, it was a job in an aerospace place in Belfast, and uh, so I, I sat with someone who works for that company the day before and crammed a load of knowledge in, and I swear if I didn't do that, I, I think I just would have just turned the computer off during the Skype interview, like, because the amount of knowledge I didn't know, I pretty much wasn't qualified for the job as well. So going for the job you're not qualified for, you sort of need to know a lot, a lot yeah. of shit. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know a lot of shit. Well, I actually, I actually didn't do too bad. Usually in interviews, I'm not too bad because I'm just like quite confident yeah. talking to people. So it's not too bad. But I think it was just the knowledge that was the set. I they phoned me after and told me what I did wrong, and it was just my technical knowledge yeah, yeah. was not on point, yeah. which uh, I sort of knew that was going to happen. But but it's all a sign. Moving on, yeah. back to the drawing board. So uh, yeah, I feel like coming home made me realize what I wanted to do. So it's gonna work on that in the next few months. I'm not gonna say anything, yeah. but you already know. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna keep it close, keep my cards close to my chest and work on something behind closed doors and then yeah. come up with a bang. Yeah, nice. No, that sounds good. Um, yeah, so. What's the battery on? Battery, battery is on, you're on 12%. 12% without eight. 8% in about 8 We're going down a percent a minute. This is going to be a fucking short podcast. <laughs> I have to do like a part two to this episode tomorrow or something. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in quarantine now for five days. Oh, so 
loads of time. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there we go, guys. Hopefully You'll get I'll get scrapped as well. What, but today we might have to have a, <laughs> a very, very rushed chat on this one. Um, well, well, even if we start it and then we'll get and finish it off tomorrow and we need to yeah, yeah, do it fine, together. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I like the urgency. I like the, the, the camera. We're kind of always like on 0.5 speed now. We're going, we're going a bit faster. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we'll go to the next <laughs> point. Uh, what's what's in the news? What's in the news? Um, well, I've seen travel restrictions were in the news um, about that green list, about countries being in the green list. Have you seen I it? I have seen it, no. What countries have we got? So UK, where you can fly from in the UK. Which is interesting, like, because who doesn't want to go to Israel? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why would they make, like, the most stupidest bloody... Wait, where is it? There we go. Read now. Um, so we have I'm wasting time reading. God, God. percentage still... down, 11%, mate, come on. (laughs) Fuck. I can't find the fucking list. But I remember Australia was on it, New Zealand was on it. Um, New Zealand, um... Australia, I think Israel definitely Israel was definitely there because I remember looking at it like what the fuck. But there's not many countries in Europe, which I'm hoping for Italy to get on. Yeah. Italy have made a thing with Ireland, so I can fly back and forth to Ireland after the 16th with no quarantine, yeah. which is fucking is, awesome. Is that 16th is that the next kind of day in the step? Like, because I know that there's like gyms are opening it like uh, gym like I was saying before, gyms are opening 24 hours again in kind of the next UK step. And I think obviously that's when people is that the new step? I think is it's it? like bars, oh, bars and whatnot. Open to the inside as well in like the next couple of weeks. I don't know an exact date, but I think it's in like two weeks. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's weird that Northern Ireland, Ireland, and UK have all different fucking no, no rules. It's just so stupid, right? So it's Port Portugal. That's mad. Portugal. I thought they were really bad at one stage. Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Brunei, Iceland, Far- Faroe Islands, Gibraltar, Falkland Islands, and Israel. Do you want to go to Falkland <laughs> Islands, bro? I don't even know what that is. We sunny. It's fucking like it's, I'm near. I might be stupid here. No, it's that de- geography was beside not Argentina. Life, I want to say, but I want to say beside beside Argentina because that was the Falklands war. I'm not comment because the wee island off Argentina, but it's really cold. It's like near the fucking poles, like it's like frozen. So yeah, <laughs> let's not go there. Where else? Faroe Islands. Oh, I, I, I wonder when this. Bali you'll be able to travel like in Asia again. Imagine it's going to be a while yet. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they just don't care. I seen a really fucking mad clip. I'll send you after of like I think it was India, but India is well. Yeah, fucked. no, India is like, India is in a. I've had like another mutation or something of it, and they they're in a shit place with it at the minute. Yeah. Keep that away. Yeah, definitely. I've seen a sick video of like the hot organs getting harvested and all it's fucking vile oh my god like not not good no no that's not good but um yeah i think it's looking good for a for a summer holiday like no no i'm looking forward to that being able to actually go away again would be would be very very nice like i say like i just don't want quarantine coming back like i know i've got a lot of events coming and the whole reason of me wanting to come home is because i can go to the events with a quarantine because if i come back to the uk and i come here that's me missing a week of work and a week of work for me is quite a lot of money and i don't get holiday pay or anything i'm a contractor yeah was the whole point is getting everything opened up so i can come home for like losing loads of days yeah, no, yeah. which i can i can in ireland now so that's not too bad i can just fly to ireland every two weeks and yeah CB. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, it'll definitely be work, worth it, mate. Having like the longer, having get been able to come back for like long weekends and stuff. Well, and yeah, hundred percent. Because before, like, I was I would have came home like every two weeks. Teacher had to travel again, though. Here, I need to. I need to. Scr- <laughs> I need to definitely need to scrub up on that. 
I might just get Hells to just book all the flights for me. <laughs> you just do this. Just give her give her an alliance. Can you can you just outsource? Well, I'm not good at please. <laughs> yeah, I used to be so good at it. I think I'm just out of practice. Yeah. Did you not start a business on travel? Yeah, yeah. Did you start it at the start of course? I, start, start I started it in December when we got back from traveling because I was like, it would have been awesome to to do it and be able to get discount on being like an independent travel agent when I wanted to go traveling. Yeah. And then, um, like last year, my grandma started having problems and that kind of put a halt to everything because I spent a lot of time looking after her and being with her. And then it was middle of March and that's when COVID started. So that yeah. just killed it all because it was like, it were a little bit of a, it had like multi-level marketing kind of pyramid scheme style shit in there as well that people they never yeah. they never do it but you obviously try and advertise it to other people and the other people that you get involved you get commission off as well but you can just sell your own flights and whatnot so i thought oh this kind of um this kind of thing could work quite well because if i'm out traveling then there might be other people that want to do it that then you kind of join into the joining your team and whatnot and uh, then yeah. you start selling your own travel and you get a discount on your own travel so that leave would be even better as well and but it just ended up being just not worth it and then covid obviously kicked in as well yeah. so it just made it yeah completely any travel thing. the best the best one of them i've ever seen is jack's flight club i think that them boys are class what they do have you heard of them no, is that a multi-level marketing thing no no it's like so these it's basically four guys in an office and they all are on computers all day looking for flights and they email so you sign up to an email i think it's like 30 pound a year i want to say yeah. 35 maybe but that's like th the flights they send you are ridiculously cheap that's the one i booked my hawaii flights that i didn't even get to go to yeah. hawaii but i booked hawaii flights and i got them for 270 quid per flight oh, return from inverness of all places yeah. to hawaii like mega and like this is every day they're sending out massive deals and like <clears throat> they're on top of things that you wouldn't even be on top of like even if you're doing it independently because like for those flights that i got they're waiting for like airlines to make mistakes on their website yeah. so whenever airlines make mistakes on their website and advertise for a cheaper price if someone books that they cannot yeah, exchange yeah. that back they can't take it back so they're on top of that waiting for airlines to make mistakes and as soon as they do it they send it into an email with all this, yeah, this yeah. these clients and like, everyone everyone gets it and uh, it's just it's a crazy it's a crazy little uh, idea that they had and now it's it's fucking yeah, massive yeah I can imagine that so crazy a lot of people would really love that oh there's everywhere like Bali like I, it's how I realised how I noticed it sorry was whenever I was in we were in Bali it was actually in uh, Mad, Mad Monkey Mad Monkeys Mad Monkey with the hostel yeah yeah the hostel and uh, do you remember the, the other Northern Irish girl that was there I can't remember her name I probably should I'm really shit with names I'm really shit with names mate mm. Oh fuck, I can't remember. But yeah, they booked with Jack's Flight Club to get there, and they only paid four hundred quid for the flight. I mean, I paid. What did I pay? I paid, I paid five fifty for returns, like four days before I flew. But they like they had a chain, so they went to Tokyo for like oh, like four That's days class. before that, and then somewhere else like two yeah, chains, yeah. and then so Jack's Flight Club does it all for you. So they tell you you need to get on here you've got three days here you need to get on this yeah, yeah. one for three days and then you go back to bali and then you have a travel home from there and they give you a price for everything it was like 400 quid it was mad that's like. class that is really good yeah no, well, that's sick yeah that's anyone wants to likes to travel that's definitely jack's one of the best club. websites i've ever seen jack's flight club definitely gonna look um, into that <laughs> but yeah travel restrictions in the news yeah. hopefully yeah, things light, to light jack's up flight club to sponsor the podcast <laughs> That would be sick. 
Um, I stopped paying it because I got pissed off that Hawaii got cancelled. <laughs> so, uh, no, I cancelled it because I booked Hawaii and I was like, right, I don't want to see any more flights. I've already got the flight. Yeah, I've yeah. got the flight of my life. I'm not going to see anything else. And then go. it got cancelled. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's in the news. Um, let's move forward. What, what percentage we're are we on? We're on 5%. 5% and we're on 22 minutes. I think we could get half an we hour could here. We could get like. half an hour if we really push this. Um, Do we want to rush it? Well, let's go Let's go into the next bit and we might, we might get the next bit done. <laughs> and then we'll reassess where we're at. Okay, sick. <laughs> so, better pill to swallow. What did I have? Better, better pill, pill to swallow. swallow. It's, been, it's been weird. The last few I podcasts, I don't feel like we've had much structure. <laughs> we've just kind of gone off the yeah, bat. Yeah, and this is the fastest <laughs> one ever. We'll have structure. <laughs> gone off the bat and just chatted, which is which kind of nice. But at the same time, it's just... Uh, it's just checking it, but now I'm rambling. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes, <laughs> percentages of wasting, overthinking, go, should. What's your opinion on overthinking? Overthinking, um, I, I believe in imperfect action. Um, so I think there's a, I don't know if this kind of works, it kind of works, I guess. But people that like the overthink, like the over, I think it works in different ways. I've, I've initially gone to like a kind of a business capacity. If someone overthinks a business idea for too long and they're like waiting for everything to, all the ducks to be in a row in a sense, then is imperfect yeah. action of taking the leap and actually starting something and learning a little bit on the way is a lot better than um, waiting until everything everything goes perfectly. But yeah, I, I, I think that you, I, I've seen this more recently. This is a complete change of kind of scenario here, but when it's been in the, when I've been training in the gym, when I've been going for any weight that's reasonably heavy, if I try and prep myself and really get myself built up for it, I probably psych myself out more than just actually like going, picking up the bar and just doing it. Yeah. So, but that's a whole point with lifting. Yeah, yeah. You just psych yourself up for every rep, I guess. Yeah. But I think sometimes, mm. sometimes yeah. if you just kind of, it's like golf. I think if you overthink golf, you end up being shit at oh, it. Oh fuck! <laughs> you play? Do you play yeah, golf today? I play golf. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> oh. The first time I played in a while. That's not history too. And I was like a wooden post. <laughs> not a great, not a great round. Not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I lost four balls. Lost four balls. Yeah, and the one was a pro v one. Oh, so we're not. We'll, not, we'll not talk about that. that. <laughs> but yeah, no, like golf and weightlifting. I think overthinking. Yeah, percent. Like overthinking. Even even lifting. Like a lot of people when they're weightlifting, they to overthink completely. Which is why this week you're doing thirty snatches. I think 30, 30 snatches or thirty clean and jerks for time. But then that's the whole in thing. That, so that, uh, it's the training. Workout in that, like, Lin- is it Linda or something? Is it I agree. But um, no, it's not. Sorry, I'm about to tell a lie. It's 10 minutes max. 10 minutes max. But the whole idea behind that it is linked to overthinking. Um, when people go to, the, go to the barbell and then try to lift it up, they overthink everything in their head. Like, where's my knees? Where, how deep do I go? Is my, am I hook gripping? Like, where do I extend first? Where do I, where's my back? Am I up straight enough? Like, so many things in your head. Because there is a lot of things to think about. But if you're doing like 10 minutes max reps for time you want to get them done as fast as possible and you end up like subconsciously just doing it without even thinking about it which is what we want to do yeah. like not thinking about it and just yeah, doing yeah. it so yeah it's the same thing with overthinking like mm. people think about overthink things way too much like and put demons in their own head where they're not able to do something like to talk themselves out of something that they really want to do yeah. which is just horrible like no no yeah no it's definitely it's definitely it. and um yeah, I don't. I don't. I want to. Don't want to lead it onto the next bit because we said that we're going to be the um, what we put in the bin. But 
it, it's the same thing I've been noticing a lot recently. I've been picking a lot of people up on it, especially um, Alice, my girlfriend. She's been anything that anything happen where anything happens. It's always she always focuses on the problem a lot of the time and not a solution. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. That was the better. That was the. I know. That was, that was the That's what I, was, I know. I know. You just ruined it. You ruined it. Thinking, I bro. They went, the, the link. You're, the, you're taking this percentage to the I next know. level. You're skipping ahead <laughs> because you're running out of time. You can see your percentage on top of the screen, and it's just fucking up your whole fun way. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> just have to do it. I've, Let's go back to overthinking. <laughs> well, that's what I was. I was I'm, linking I'm them both this together. Season. I was trying to make this really smooth transition of. Um, you, you, when you when you overthink on a problem, but um, yeah. like you say, you overthink a problem, then you just focus on the problem, and you never like I, I don't. It's something that I've I was talking about talking about this with Alice earlier. Actually, I think that there's in manifestation, and when people like say the manifest, I manifested that, I manifested something, and it's like mm. I use positive amf- affirmations and stuff to kind of get what I want yeah, with stuff, yeah, and all that law of attraction based stuff. I'm always like, there's a middle bit you're missing out here because I understand the like the affirmations and the kind of thinking positive and doing all these things, but that doesn't just get you the end result. You need to be like that creates, put the effort in. yeah, People, that's yeah. you need to put the effort in, but that creates the mindset that then makes you put the effort in, which then makes yeah. you get the result. So there's that middle bit that you can't just go like, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a millionaire, and then suddenly become a millionaire. But if you're like, um, I'm a very positive person, money's attracted to me, um, everything I do turns to gold kind of thing. And then you start doing things that are It's more manifesting the things you're doing. Yeah. So you're manifesting the things you're doing. So like anyone can say, I want to be a millionaire, but But it's like doing something, like changing the habit. Yeah, yeah. because I want to be a millionaire, mm-hmm. or I'm um, doing this now instead of later yeah. because I want to be a millionaire. Like things like that, like actions rather than thoughts. Yeah, I think that's that. The people, as as you say, like the people, the law of attraction is a, is a massive thing. I believe in manifestation in a, in a way, in a way, but I just think it's like blown out of proportion. Yeah, I think I think, like I, say, I think too many voodoo people just yeah too many know. people focus on what you do and yeah, yeah the the kind of what like what you're doing to have the like affirmations and the manifestation of it all and stuff and then that that just attracts everything and yeah. they say it's missing out that middle bit it's that step that you need but like people people just like i've seen loads of people on instagram and all like practicing gratitude but you can clearly see that they've got like underlying issues that they're they're just like going on instagram practicing gratitude like for accountability but realistically behind closed doors they're not they're not doing law of attraction yeah. at all they're fucking they're they're hating life mm. like like the amount of people I see on Instagram, like pretending that they've got their shit together, but I see through every story that the cheese is just slipping off that cracker <laughs> by the day. Like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I was actually thinking about this today. There's a wee girl I follow on Instagram, and I'm just looking at her like, "You are one step away from fucking cheddar falling <laughs> off the cr- the cracker." Like, oh no, it fucking went out, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, we're so back. I'm pretty sure I was talking. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're back. It's not 24 hours later. <laughs> we were vibing, and then it, it just, he didn't even remind me what his percentage was, and he just, he just fucking just left. <laughs> now we were on 42%, but I've got my charge room in today, so we're okay. <laughs> Crazy. But, uh, 
What did we even get up to yesterday? So we were in we were in a flow talking about um, <laughs> this is like a, a separate this special episode, isn't it? It's like a part two. <laughs> yeah, we're not mean, in there's the no flow. time limit anymore. I feel like I, I needed that time limit so we could get free. Yeah, everything. yeah. But now we're in the time limit. We're just talking shit. We're <laughs> some sort of structure by. <laughs> what we put in the bin? Have we put something in the bin? No, we was we was gonna put in. I, I started mentioning it, didn't we? We was gonna put in the bin. Uh, focusing all, well, spending all your time focusing on a problem rather than focusing on a solution. But we did go over that bit. We, we, we touched on it ever so slightly. This, this is what this is what we're talking about. Whenever you went ahead of schedule, yeah. and then now we get to the schedule and we're like, oh fuck, we're talking about that. <laughs> I feel like as as the tone of voice has become a lot slower. So I've got it on mine now. I can see the time we're on. This recording has been going for seven minutes. So by twenty minutes, we're going to be finished. <laughs> so we've got a bit of time urgency now. <laughs> Right, time urgency, 20 minutes, but we've went through the whole schedule, so now we're just going to talk about it. What are you going to do the rest of this week? What are gonna... What's your plans? Plans is... Any any big plans? Well, it's, it, I think this is actually an important thing to touch on, this. It's, it's Mental Health Awareness Week, and like... Holy shitballs, that's right, I kept on saying it, saying it, sorry. But I feel like this is like being a thing. I don't know about you, but I feel like there's four or five of these a year. Like, <laughs> I know what you it mean. It feels yeah. like it's always a topic... And there's always a mental health awareness, or is there like, oh, it's probably because there's a suicide awareness week, and then there's like yeah. a mental health awareness, and then there's a, probably a... Well, it's weird, it's like, I think this week is primarily, May, uh, May in itself is Mental Health Awareness Month, but this week in specific is more of a focus of Mental Health Awareness Week. Is there not like a men's mental health awareness as well, or something like that as well? I don't know, there probably is. They're, they're just, they're just I should really know that. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I think that there is, it, it's good, like, I think it's really good that the, the, the put more of an emphasis on, on mental health and that it is, it is kind of talked about more and it makes businesses do more about it. Like I'm doing a training with a, a restaurant chain, which is, which yeah. is really, it's, it's really cool that they're, they're doing that and they're actually putting themselves at the forefront and being able to deal with it. And it's kind of part of the, yeah, it's cool. the thing that uh, I'm trying to do, trying to do more of with the A-game stuff, which is. Which is really good and just help businesses with training and whatnot because half the battle is people just don't know how to handle it. They don't even know how to approach the situation. Like someone, someone may even come to them saying, "I feel shit," and they're like, "I, I, I, I don't know what to do. Where, where do, what do I say?" Yeah. And some people just aren't empathetic that way. Yeah, I mean, it's because like a lot of the time they don't even have like a pathway. They don't know where to send people. They can't signpost people anywhere. So that's something that we're a big plan that we're trying to do at the minute is create a space create like almost like a signposting kind of thing so look these are the signs that someone's struggling like they may be doing this they may be doing that they may be but just for it for health in general not just mental health like if someone's rubbing the neck or arching funny or trying to stretch all the time they might be a back pain that i'm telling you about especially based in hospitality and whatnot but but yeah again this is a lot of the time where bringing it back to what we're talking about about solution our problem um, I think that a lot of a lot of people see the problem of oh, I've got back pain or oh yeah my back kills me not the how do I fix it yeah yeah it's just how, how long can I withstand yeah. this it's the same as mental health though as well exactly. also health it's the same aspect it's how long can I hold on to this until it just fucking blow up mm. yeah exactly that's it which is not healthy focusing on feeling shit and not focusing on how to not feel shit is 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 the issue, yeah. is the issue with a lot of time it's and all forms of health like i feel like especially physio like it's widely looked at as just like only needed for necessity rather than why isn't physio looked at as like 
training is or like some sort of cardiovascular like cardiovascular performance like yeah. physio should be looked at like so you're working on it every day like the same way you would your cardio like you would go out for a walk then why don't you stretch the same like it's mm. so strange how it's not yeah that sort of thing i always describe it as the you have like the triangle of health like so obviously in a in a game my business there's three atoms that all cover an area of health so we've got med- medical uh, medical mental physical and internal health so but within physical health i see it as there's another triangle of you've got your like flexibility and mobility you've got your strength and then you've got your endurance so you need an element of all three no matter what sport you do you need an element of all three and this is why i love crossfit because it can tends to lead towards well there's a there's a lot of strength and there's a lot of endurance if anything it misses the flexibility element of it sometimes um, and then you might look at yoga, which is really, really heavy on the um, flexibility, but doesn't have as much endurance strength, and strength. Yeah. Bodybuilding, massive on strength, not really much endurance or flexibility. But to keep a happy, healthy body, you need an element of all three. So that's why I like yeah. CrossFit for my strength and my endurance. And then that's why I do so much like mobility and adding the yoga to get the flexibility stuff in there as well. I feel it is the mobility and flexibility in CrossFit as well. I think it's definitely in all three. Definitely. It is. Sure. That's what, again, that is with a lot of people. I'd say us, because we're very aware of it, is right. But I think with, with, with some people, it's really not. Like, they're just not aware of the fact that if you do this, if you do this exercise before you do your overhead squats, you're going to feel 10 times better doing it. Yeah. People understand that. It's like, understand your own body as well. Mm. A lot of people don't even understand their own body. Like, especially rest days, I, I totally overestimated, oh, sorry, underestimated? Underestimated rest days. Like, so last year, I was working probably 66 hour weeks and I was training every day. Like, and I would try to go to the gym every day just because it was my release from going to work and fucking hating my job and then going to the gym, I get to like release all that tension. But I took maybe one rest day a week and the one rest was, it wasn't really much of a rest. It was just like, you're dying that day. Mm. And the next day you're sort of fresh, but, um. It was only until I started my new program, wherever I like, I use my my rest days as a tool. It's it's mad. Like now I would have two rest days, one active rest and one full rest. But like, just with adding one day's rest, my performance went up. Like it's mad. It's crazy. Like yeah. it just means it just it just spoke a thousand words. How you need to listen to your body, and a lot of people need to be able to have that step back from their fitness to, for greater goals you know what I mean no definitely I think that having the it's like you listen to Matt Fraser talk about it on that podcast it's like he had a day where he'd literally wake up lay on the sofa and do a fuck all once a week Absolutely and it, that was yeah. that was his recovery day but it's like I am massive I'm massive believer in active rest and like you you can help your body recover by doing certain like exercises like i put some stuff on my story the other day of like my upper back was feeling so tight and sore after been doing like a week of like heavy lift heavy olympic lifting and stuff and like my traps i haven't used my traps as much as what i have in the last few weeks and ever i don't think so it's like yeah. they were so they were so tight and sore and then i put that exercise of using like the 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 cable and just really really just stretching out my back I felt so much better going in today after doing after doing some stuff like that. Yeah, 100%. So it's like people may see that as like an active rest day, but again, I, there were no there were no weight, there were no load there. It was just moving my body through moving, promoting a little bit of blood flow, and like just aiding that recovery in a sense. So yeah, 
I like days when I'm doing absolutely nothing. Now. Yeah. Like, I look forward to it. Used to, I used to dread it. I used to fucking hate rest days because I got bored. But now mm. I'm like, I cannot wait to just sit and do nothing. Yeah, well, I think that's it. And I think it just the way it works for me is that I'm better to have a day like that in the week when I'm busier doing work stuff rather than having a rest day on a weekend when I potentially want to, want to train more. Because I think majority of the time people class Sunday as a rest day because they'll go out and booze on a, a Saturday or something. Yeah, true. I would use it. I don't know. I'm one of those guys that always start things on a Monday. Like, I know you probably hate that. You put like a lot of people that like say, "Oh, what, what? You can start any day. You don't have to start on a Monday." But I am that guy. That I have. To, I like don't have to, but I just like to start things on a Monday, like a diet or anything like that. Like I just like fresh start week. Yeah. No, I I don't like it when people use that use as it as an excuse. Or... I'm gonna wait till Monday to start it. It's like. Well, you, you said you were going to start last Monday, but you you aren't. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wasn't quite ready. I'm going to start next Monday. It's like, no, you, you should fucking do it. But it's like someone like yourself yeah. that you plan it. You know, you, know you, you, yeah, it. you know, oh, I'm finishing off this block this week. I'm going to start my next one starting Monday. That, yeah. That's fine. It's like, okay, sweet. That's what I like. I like mon- like starting everything from a Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday rest, Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday rest. Yeah. And then you mean. And it goes around. It's just it's just a nice cycle. Mm. But yeah, um, yeah. I I've uh, I've run out, I've run out of fucking <laughs> topics here, bro. You're not gonna lie. No, well, I would like. I'm gonna say the reason why the schedule's fucked. <coughs> fucking battery. You shit. You left your cable. Your fucking girlfriend's house. <laughs> and now look what's happened. We've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> well, we were talking about um, like I so said, the the main reason why I actually brought up the fact that I wanted to put in for. What I want, why I wanted to put focusing on the problem and not the solution in the bin was because okay. it was it comes to like this is a this is um like Alice my girl oh I've just got an an email from Hybrid Academy <laughs> yeah, I talking of this I this episode sponsor <laughs> <laughs> yeah NL ten for ten percent off that was probably what was in the email. <laughs> No, but um, yeah. So I was just talking, talking to to Alice, and uh, we we're talking about she's like such a good artist. Like she's like it's like we talk about this how like our girlfriends is pretty similar in the fact they're both really into training and they're both uh, really good artists. And um, yeah. And she, I imagine you've had this conversation with Hells as well. Is the fact that it's like I'm trying so hard to get her to keep pushing forward in, um in a business of setting up setting up her art business and start selling her art because it's fucking really good and then there's always something that like environment's wrong or there's something like there's something else and there's something else and i'm like oh, i can't like she can't, i can't wait for for this i can't wait for that and i'm like these good things are all going to be good they're all going to be really good when they happen but you've still got now like you've still got time to be doing now and you're focusing on these all these think, problems rather than the solution of yeah. just doing it I, I think it's probably down to us being rejected a lot more than they have in the past and we build up that resilience, that mental resilience of, of like something not working out well. Like the amount of things that I have fucked up in the past, they would be tenfold of what Hells has. Mm. And I think that's why, because I know what you mean 100%. Like she's always very timid to do the things that makes her uncomfortable, which I'm always trying to make her do it and get herself out of her comfort zone. She's, oh, and she always, she's always glad she does it, but at the same time, I can sort of have a bit of empathy for it because I know, when was it, like, whenever I went to Saudi for the first time, for example, that was the first massive move. I know it worked out well, but if that didn't, I, I left, like, a complete, like, a job for life. 
like left the pension, left all that shit to go to a fucking desert, and like that was the scariest thing I ever had to do. And like, that making decisions like that is pretty much what they're having to do now, like with career choices and stuff like that. There, but the the, the things I've done after that, yeah. or I've got set back, like certain jobs, like didn't get jobs because went for them, and mm-hmm. like confidence knockers. But now that that we have that mental resilience of being knocked back, I think it definitely makes it easier to make very tough decisions unlike them where they're still in that, that frame of mind where they're like fuck if, I, if this goes wrong or it goes wrong but yeah trying to I used to, what you said to me before uh, was the best bit of advice that someone gave me about that sort of thing because I'm always trying to push hell to do certain things and stuff and probably push too hard and whenever you told me about trying to guide rather than push so like let them make their own decisions but like sort of give tips or give your opinion but not forcing it on them so they can maybe find the right decision themselves to do i think that was probably the best tip you give me yeah. or anyone give me in terms of advice yeah it, it really that that bit of advice hit me in the face one day when alice was trying to get me to do something which i wanted to do i can't remember what it was now but she would um she was trying to get me to do something which i wanted to do but because she was telling me to do it i wouldn't do it yeah and it was just the fact of that I know I needed to do it, I know I wanted to do it, but I didn't do it because it, she told they, me. Was it to eat your last lettuce leaf on the plate? It's probably to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eat them greens, Adam. Eat your broccoli. <laughs> I, do, I, do. I, I know I need to, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was like I realised that I needed to make that decision myself, like... I needed to make the choice myself. I needed to decide to eat the broccoli myself. As tough as it was, I needed yeah. to decide to eat the broccoli myself. And um, if she'd have gone a different route and instead of being like, Adam, eat your broccoli, and she'd have been like, oh, like, have you heard about kind of doing this? I heard that when you eat your, when you eat your broccoli... Or you really, get big, strong muscles and you eat broccoli. Yeah, it, it makes you really big and strong. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd have been like, give me more, give me more. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, it's... It's you've got to and it, weird it's example, almost, but I think I think we get we get get the Jewish yeah. Is that idea of that you you guide people along the way and you give them suggestions to do the right things rather than going like this needs to happen this and it's like very forceful in a way. And I think it, any any girls listening to this is guys are definitely the kind of people that guys are definitely the kind of people that don't want to be. Um, like told what to do we need to figure these things out for ourselves so if you want in certain things to happen in relationships or different ways like that then it's think it's important to guide in the right direction and not force to do specific things because yeah. the last thing that you could ever do to a guy if you want to keep him on your side is give him an ultimatum i think yeah that's scary yeah well yeah Sort of agree. Guess everyone's different in certain ways, but yeah, I think the majority of men would be, I think, would definitely be like that. Mm. Where they're sort of masculine in that way, where they need to make decisions for themselves. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, like, hell's would be like that as well, like, where she has to make decisions for herself, but you sort of have to, like, tell her or, like, show her what options she has and make her, let her make her decisions herself. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's just a good bit of advice in general mm. i do want to say though that um 
I, I feel like I touched on I touched on what I said about Alice there, and if she she's listening to this, then I feel like it let, I left it very negative. But she's trying really hard, and she's really pushing herself with the art, and she's stepping outside of her comfort zone, which. I don't know about you, but when a girl is very passionate about what they're doing and they show passion, I find it very attractive. It oh, mega! Like it's one of the biggest things I look for, like in a, in, a, in a woman. Like I, if she's not goal driven or has no sort of ambition, any goals, like it, I'd be a no ambition. That's the one. Yeah, it'd just be a no go, like hundred percent. And like support, like someone supports me, like it's it's everything for me, like because I'm such a like. I make quite rash decisions. Rash decisions? Mm, I don't know. I make I made a lot of big decisions that like implement quite a lot of things. So if someone doesn't support me in these things, then like I don't know what to do. I need to have someone that support me in, in these decisions. So um, Els does that quite a lot. Yeah. Even if she probably thinks I'm fucking dumb, <laughs> but she would still support me, which is pretty good. Um, but we, we touched on this before whenever oh, I was actually that podcast that Byron was on but we couldn't actually get it out oh, because, right, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the connection was bad but um, he touched on it because his wife wife or girlfriend I can't remember girlfriend always supported him through, he failed through entrepreneurship quite a lot of times he had to go back to square one all this time but he always stuck with the same woman the whole way through and she supported him through everything which I think is massive and like everyone like all rich people or successful people you I've always noticed to have a very like supportive person by their side, Queen. Yeah. Look at Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, Posh and Bex. No, no, yeah. Like, you need that. You need that support the Queen and Philip. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucked now, though. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this too soon? Is it still too soon? I think it is. Maybe, maybe. Too soon. <laughs> um, no, I think it is so true. You need that. You need that support network. You need someone that's just going to understand that. Like, look, I'm going to be. There's some nights where I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be busy, and then I'm going to go to bed, and that that's going to be my day. Like, I'm going to be busy all yeah. day. I probably tormented her in that respect because, like, I took on way too much, and I didn't have time for her for a lot of last year. Like, even though she was living with me, I was just like fucking flat out with work. Even whenever I came home there last week, like. I didn't send my much time for her. I tried my best, but like she was still so supportive. I think she she, she threw her, her toys out of her pram once and told me and told me I needed to spend more time with her. And I realised like I, I probably should have like. Was that when? Is that when you went? I'm I'm talking to Adam to do the podcast. <laughs> Go out with your mates. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's when we had to ask her if she can jump on. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Like the past year, I've been flat out and. Like having someone there who doesn't who doesn't mind you being busy and doesn't like try to take you away from what you need to do, I think that's massive. Yeah, definitely. No, it is, and yeah, just just support and like I think for me it's really little things that really like light me up about it and stuff and just show that like I can really tell that she supports me with it. It's like when. I come in and I've been more and more. It's like half nine and I'm just finishing off with stuff and she's like, "I've made your dinner. It's there, ready for you." And like them kind of things, I'm like, it's, class, like, it's just so support. Are you? Do you show gratitude for that? Because I, I'm a sucker for not showing it enough. I, like, I don't think I show it enough. I always regret it. But I do things like, I do a lot of things like, I'll order a flowers spontaneously or I'll buy a. Oh, fuck's sake! Don't be saying this shit. <laughs> then she'll be listening to this and she'll be expecting flowers. Boy. <laughs> and like, like I bought the I bought her the hybrid stuff and didn't tell her and just let it arrive and. 
Oh, she gets all the free hybrid stuff, so yeah, that's, that's me squared off. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's... Nah. I, I, do, I do try and, like... I'm more... This is, this is a, another topic that we could talk about in, like, deeper, I think, in a, a probably a future episode. It's, like, love languages. So there's, there's five different love languages that um, people tend to, to go by, and it's, um, like... Sexy. It's not, it's not necessarily sexy. It's, like, what... How you... So we always tend to try and love our partners the way that we like to be loved. So there's, like, um, like words of affirmation... There's gifts and um, like gifts and just like buying things for them. Then there's uh, gestures of goodwill, so like cleaning a house, cooking them food and stuff. There's touch and there's time spent together. So typically people like two of the five, but we we always tend to love somebody the way that we want to be loved. So say I my personal ones are I like touch, which tends to be like sex and stuff like that kind of thing and um (laughs) that's what that that's what that one kind of means and then i like like the gestures of goodwill so like the um her making me food i like really appreciate that whereas whereas like it's because you love food (laughs) well if if we're training the way that we train you can't you love food (laughs) it's like you think about (laughs) um and then like i know that alice is slightly different in that manner of that um she'd like gestures of goodwill in the fact if i came home and the house was completely clean i might not have done it to her standards but she'd appreciate the fact that i've tried and then um again i think like she likes time spent together so actually like allocating time to do things together and spending time together but it's like you can like them all you can have elements of them all but you is tends to be two that you like the most yeah, favourite, favourite. So, uh, yeah, Alice is going to probably listen to this now and tell me, you got it completely wrong. I don't like them ones. I like these ones. <laughs> but it, I think it's always... I don't like sex. <laughs> I like food. <laughs> Make me food. Yeah, well, it's, it's like the... I, just... I, don't want th- I don't want two minutes of happiness. <laughs> I want 30 minutes of eating food. <laughs> I'll eat it really, really slowly. <laughs> No, but it's. I think. Yeah. I think it is. It's I'm a massive takeaway. Trying to think which ones I am, but I can't even think. Yeah. You, you really need to have deep think about that. Yeah. So I think there's a there's a test there's a, a test online which you can do which kind of you just answer like a questionnaire and it tells you which ones you're most likely, you most likely are. Ooh. Did you get this off off Instagram? No, it's off uh, my business partner Adam, because he he does a lot more of this stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's something that um, like Tony Robbins teaches. Um, yeah. But it's it, it's 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 really it's really good, and it's, I recommend anyone to sit down with the partner and actually have that conversation and see which ones they like. Because what you might you might be doing something that absolutely li- would light you up. Like if someone if you imagine if you imagine that oh my god imagine it if but then if I, you sit down with them it's basically send them like i said if you if you like gifts it's basically saying that i want you to buy me stuff like when you're sitting right beside yeah. them <laughs> but it's like gifts gifts i want a car it doesn't yeah but it's that'll like that'll, that them kind of things of like spontaneous spontaneously buying something and then the surprises and stuff will it'll, yeah. it'll give people that kind of element of like oh my god you were thinking about me kind of thing which will yeah. probably light some people up which for me, it, I mean, it, in a sense, it's like, again, you prefer two out of the five. It doesn't say you don't like all five. It's like, 
If Alice were going to come and like say I'm about to do a workout and she'd come and she'd got me a monster and she went, here you go, I know you're doing your workout, I'd be like, oh, you absolute diamond. But... <laughs> she does that for me all the time and I love it. <laughs> well, so... Alice is buying you monsters. What? <laughs> It was one time, okay? <laughs> she came on to me. <laughs> and on that note, on that I note, think we can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're 30, 30 plus 30 equals 60, bro. Yeah. We're, and we're 30, at that 31, time. 31 minutes, yeah. Yeah. No. So, uh, word from the sponsors, Hybrid Academy, NL10 for 10% off all online store which is running very low at the minute. You may get it in if you want something because... I know, you need to let me know when the when the sports bras are back in because I said to Alice that I'd get one of them. I just well. ordered more. Probably be 30 days, 40 days. Yeah, well, but, it'll, be, it'll be good. And then, like, um, in the last, last pod... Last, oh my god, I can't speak. <laughs> in the last podcast, we was give him a sneak peek to the sliders. Is there any more slider development talk going? Oh, they're 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 uh, they're in production. No, they're not in production. Haven't ordered them yet, but they will be. I'm just figuring out what way I'm gonna package them up so they look all nice. Oh, nice. But there's other things. There's a lot of cool things on route. I must have spent. We must have spent about fucking six grand again just on stock for this month. Nice. So next next month's gonna be mega. Nice. Looking forward. This to month it. should have been mega, but there's a lot of things in the pipework. Yeah. Uh, going on behind closed doors. No one really sees, but yeah, uh, NL10 for 10% off, and uh, that's me pretty much. That's that's your plug in. Um, I do want to I do want to say like if anyone wants to chat to me about like say mental, physical, or internal health a little bit more, uh, we do do a group training every Thursday night. It's over Zoom. It's really interactive. It's um, obviously it's a live live Zoom call. There's normally about 15 people on it or so. And it, it's great to kind of get some tips and tricks around mental, physical, and internal health. So if you do want more details about that, I will put a link in the description of the video, or you just message me on Instagram, and you can come on. The first one's absolutely free, and then um, we do it. It's like twenty pounds a month after that, so it's like no brainer price really. Um, but it's just great for like accountability and actually getting some advice to actually progress your progress your your mental, physical, and internal health. So. Yeah, that's my little plug done there as well. And is there anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, just see us next week, bros. Awesome. So, guys, please subscribe or follow if you are watching or watching or listening on any of the, the platforms. Leave a review. That would be absolutely awesome. And we will catch you guys next week. Absolutely awesome. Oh. <laughs> <See you later. laughs>